Hi, welcome to Thrive Church Online. Today is our Thrive Kickoff Sunday. My name is Christina. I'll be your online host for today. If this is your first time tuning in, we would love to welcome you. Please text new to 604-285-5770 and we'll mail you a Thrive stainless steel water bottle. And attention all parents, don't forget to visit mythrive.info slash thrivekids so you can download the kids activity for today. And follow along during our kids Zoom classes from 10.45 to 11.15 a.m. There will be kids worship, a lesson, and games. It's going to be a lot of fun so I hope to see all of the kids online. Alright, today is an exciting day at Thrive. Let's show how excited you are about Thrive's kickoff Sunday by either commenting some exciting emojis or turn the words next to you and make an exciting emoji face. It can be something like... And after you've done that, be sure to take a selfie of yourselves doing that and post it on all of your social media platforms. And don't forget to hashtag Thrive Church Online so we can see all of your lovely faces. All right, everyone, I hope you're all comfy in your chairs and you have your morning beverage ready. So let's jump into today's word. Hello everybody and welcome to Thrive Church Online. My name is JB and it gives me great pleasure to welcome you to an amazing Sunday to draw near to God together. If this is your first time here, you are what we call our VIP. We are absolutely thrilled that you came to join us today. And just to thank you for taking time on your Sunday to be with us, we want to give you a very special gift. If you go to mythrive.info or you could text the word NEW to 604-285-5770, We've got your very own Thrive Church stainless steel water bottle waiting especially for you. We'd love to connect with you that way. A huge welcome to all of our VIPs in this place. Can we give all of our VIPs a big hand, a big shout in this place together right now? So great to have you here. In fact, we've got a saying here at Thrive, which is that welcoming is not just what we do, it's who we are. And so with that in mind, would you welcome one another in your chat rooms right now? If you're sitting beside someone watching the service together, would you give them an air high five or an air handshake or an air hug or even a real hug if that's appropriate and just say it's so great to be here in church with you together right now. Just do that together right now. Let's welcome one another to church today. Well, praise God. It is amazing to have all of you here with us today on an extra special and exciting Sunday. We call this Sunday Kickoff Sunday. And on Kickoff Sunday, what we do is we are kicking off a brand new year together here at Thrive Church. And in a few moments, I'm going to be unveiling to you the theme for our new year here at Thrive Church together. But I would be amiss if I didn't introduce to each and every one of you why we are here at Thrive in the first place. And so for those of you who call Thrive Church your home church, you know this really well. I'm going to invite you to, in just a second, to close your eyes and say this from your heart because you already have it in your heart. Those of you who are new to Thrive, why don't you read this off the screen. This is our vision statement as a church together. Could you say this out loud in a big, loud voice together? We're going to say this right now. We're going to say, at Thrive Church, we exist for five purposes called A-E-I-O-U. A stands for alive. It means we're here to worship Jesus. E stands for 
expectant means we're here to grow into Christ-like disciples. I stands for involved, means we're here to serve God with our talents. O stands for out loud, it means we're here to lead others to Jesus. U stands for united, it means we're here to love our spiritual family. And our dream is to build a church of 10,000 AEIOU leaders in the city of Vancouver and around the world. Oh, come on, give God a big hand, a big shout in this place together right now. That's our dream as a church together. Would you turn to your neighbors and say, that's why we're here. That's why we are here. And we are so excited to be part of this Sunday called Kickoff Sunday when we start off a brand new year together. And since it's a brand new year, I thought there's a celebration that's in order. It's time to celebrate. Celebrate good times. Come on, let's do this together right now. I'm gonna celebrate with you in this way. Is that last year, if you remember uh, our kickoff last year, if you were part of our church community last year and our church has grown ever since then, but if you were here last year at the Thrive Center, we call it, where we had our on-site services, what we did on kickoff Sunday last year, we celebrated the new year. After each of our services, we gave you guys ice cream. Yes, that's right, we served ice cream. You came and we gave you ice cream to celebrate this brand new year. Well, today, as a very special surprise to each and every one of you, of course, we can't give you ice cream personally here at the center today. So what we're doing, we're bringing the ice cream to you. That's right. What? That's right. We're bringing the ice cream to your door. We call this Thrive Uber ice cream. Just for today, just for today, here's how it works. If you would go to mythrive.info and you would press the button Thrive Uber Ice Cream, there you can sign up. And if you sign up today before 2 p.m., we will deliver to you your very own pint of Haagen-Dazs chocolate ice cream. That's right just for you. You got to sign up before 2 p.m. today on mythrive.info and someone, a, a heavily sanitized driver from Thrive, is going to come to your door and deliver personally to you your very own pint of Haagen-Dazs chocolate ice cream. You don't have to pay a tip. You don't have to pay a delivery fee. All you need to do is to sign up. In fact, it is first sign up, first serve. In other words, quantities are limited. And so you want to get in on that as soon as possible. In fact, you might want to sign up right now. In fact, I'm going to sign up right now here. I'm, going to, I'm just going to pull up my phone here. And let's see. Okay, I'm going to try to do this with one hand. Let me see. It's really easy. It's so easy. You can do it with one hand. Here we go. I'm going to put in my name. I'm going to put in my address. And uh, here, 5751 Cedar Bridge Way. And oh, my goodness. Oh. Oh my goodness, isn't that fast service? Oh my goodness, oh, th thank you so much, thank you. Thank you so much. Happy New Year, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Wow, you know, hey, and, and let, let me just make sure I got my order right. Oh my goodness, look at this. Wow, 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 look at this. Wow, your very own pint of Haagen-Dazs chocolate ice cream is waiting for you right now. All you have to do is sign up at mythrive.info. Thank you to my driver, whoever you are, uh, you, you mystery woman, you. Uh, thank you so much. I can't guarantee that you're going to get your delivery as quickly as I did. Uh, I, I didn't even finish my order. I got my delivery. I guess that's just a pastor's privilege. I don't know. But the fact is this, is that if you order before 2 p.m. today, we're going to do our very best to get you your ice cream today between 4 and 
and 6 p.m. That is if you live in the greater Vancouver area, all right? And so if you live in the greater Vancouver area, you can order your ice cream before 2 p.m. today. You're going to get it this afternoon. And, and so for those of you who are outside of greater Vancouver, I apologize that we can't mail you your ice cream because it won't be ice cream anymore. I, I apologize that we can't acro cross the border to where you are. And so just for all of you who are watching our service outside of greater Vancouver right now, I'd like to show you your very own ice cream emoji right there. Okay, that's just for you. That's just for you. Isn't that good? That's, that, that's, your, that's your surprise as well. Praise God. Praise God for the ice cream emoji. Praise God. But maybe you're here in Vancouver and you're not into chocolate ice cream. You're not a big ice cream person or you just don't want to trouble the, 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 the drivers that we've got to send something to you. Well, you know what? If that's you, can I tell you this? I still encourage you to sign up for Thrive Uber Ice Cream. And do you know why? It's because even if you're not an ice cream person, I bet there's someone in your life that is. And I want to encourage you to take that ice cream that you receive from Thrive Uber Ice Cream and pay it forward. Send it to someone who could use a smile, who could use some joy right now who could use a special surprise maybe someone in your home someone in your neighborhood maybe later on this week and give to someone at work or someone in your school that just just a way of saying hey I'm thinking about you maybe even want to write a note saying hey thinking about you or something from my church that I thought would bless you and in so doing we're going to spread some joy and spread some smiles in the month of September if you believe that say amen Amen. And so we're excited. It's time to sign up for Thrive Uber Ice Cream. Make sure you do it. I am so excited for this brand new year. Turn to your neighbors and say, sign up for Thrive Uber Ice Cream. Sign up for Thrive Uber Ice Cream. It's absolutely free. No delivery fee, no tip. It's simply our way of blessing you at the beginning of a brand new year and also an opportunity, if you want, to bless others as well. And we encourage you to do so. Super excited for Thrive Uber Ice Cream. Is that a good surprise? I don't think you're expecting that. Praise God. And a big thank you to each and every one of our drivers who's going to be driving later on today. We love you guys. You guys are amazing. Another thing we want to let you know about that's happening very, very soon is if you are new to thrive. And by new to thrive, I mean, if you've just joined us in the most recent months, maybe since COVID-19 started, or maybe since the beginning of the year, we want to encourage you to join us for our next Meet the Pastors event. That's right. On Sunday, September 27, we're going to have our next Meet the Pastors event where you'll have an opportunity to, to meet us in, well, not, not, necessarily, not necessarily in person, but at least face to face through a screen. Uh, we're going to do it by Zoom, and it'll be an opportunity for you to find out more about our church and to ask any questions you have and you're going to meet other thrivers as well. It's because our church has grown quite a bit ever since we started meeting online and there's a bunch of you that we've never met before and we'd love to meet you and so we would encourage you to sign up at mythrive.info to go to the Meet the Pastors event and we would love to see you there. I can't guarantee that there's going to be ice cream there for you but I can guarantee there's going to be sweetness anyways because Pastor Shar is going to be there and Pastor Shar is so sweet. Yeah, isn't she? Yeah, and, and, and if you're not really into sweet things, uh, I'm pretty bitter, and I'm going to be there. All right? and, and so you're going to have a bitter, bittersweet thing going on. I'm kidding. I'm not that bitter, but praise God. Uh, whatever the case may be, whether you like bitter or sweet, we love the fact that you want to join us at mythrive.info. You can sign up. Meet us on that day, September 27. Turn your neighbor and say, I want to meet our pastors. <laughs> I want to meet our pastors. We'd love to meet you on that day. So September 27, mark your calendars and sign up at mythrive.info. Do you guys bring your Bibles here today? 
Yeah, did you guys bring your Bibles? It's time to grab those right now. And here in this place, uh, we like to do this. This is a fun way to get our hearts ready for the message. And so why don't you grab your Bible if you have one and why don't you hold up here like so. And let's gonna say this out loud as a way to get our hearts ready for the message today. Let's say this out loud together right now. We're gonna say, this is my Bible. It is God's word. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today, I open up my heart so that God's word can come in and change my life and I will never be the same. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, in just a few minutes, I have the privilege of unveiling to you our theme for this brand new year here at Thrive Church. And before we do that, I just want to take a look back at the year that was 2019-2020. See, this past year of 2019-2020 was a year when we told you the theme of our year is overcome. And we told you that overcome is going to represent the attitude with which we are going to tackle the coming year ahead. And that no matter what challenges we face, whether it's individually or together as a church, no matter what obstacles are in our way, nothing is going to stop us from chasing after everything that God has for us. It's the year of overcome. And though the challenge in front of you might seem impossible, the fact is with Jesus Christ, you and I can overcome. You were made to overcome. That's why Jesus said, in John 16, 33, in this world you will have trouble, but take heart for I have overcome the world. And so the theme for this past year was overcome, but never did I expect even in sharing that theme with you last year that we would experience as much as we did and have to overcome as much as we did, especially with COVID-19. And you know, because of God's grace and because of your dedication and the hard work of our staff and our volunteers, praise God that even with COVID-19, even with all the challenges we faced this past year, our church continued to grow. And our church continued to move in wonderful ways this past 2019, 2020 year. For example, we expanded into our brand new kids center, creating new spaces for our kids to get to know Jesus. Give God a big hand for that. Praise God. That kids center is still here, if you're wondering, and it's waiting just for you when we're able to go back to on-site services again. Uh, we saw a record-breaking number of people attend our Thanksgiving and Christmas services. We've got, you know, 360 people coming to Thanksgiving, 460 people coming to Christmas, and in both of our services, both of those events, we saw a record-breaking number of people making decisions to receive Jesus, over 100 people altogether between the two. We, we successfully launched our very first online version of Thrive Disciples School, and we saw people taking what we call TDS to, uh, you know, in, in more ways than we've ever done before, more people doing it than we've ever done before. Uh, with the onset of COVID-19, we had to move almost everything we do as a church online. And in the process, we learned so much. We're still learning. And in the process, we also began to reach people in places we never dreamed about reaching. We saw a record-breaking number of people attend our first ever online Easter services. Uh, you know, 536 unique IP addresses uh, that, that joined us on that day. Uh, and so unless there's one person using 536 different computers, the fact is we had a record-breaking number of people attend Easter services saw a number of people make decisions to receive Jesus. And in 
terms of our finances. You guys were more generous as a church than any year prior. In fact, that's so encouraging to see year on year, year after year, you guys giving even more generously from year to year. You guys are amazing. We raised over $12,000 for Backpack Buddies, an amazing local charity to feed hungry kids living in poverty in greater Vancouver. We started a preaching school for training new preachers uh, in our church. Uh, in the wake of events surrounding racial injustice in North America, we started having conversations about race and racism and started praying harder than ever that we will be united, multicolored, multi-ethnic, multicultural church because that is the kingdom of God. Amen. Amen. You know, and it was one of those things where we, we did a number of different things in the Word of God together. We did a series called Take Me Haya, talking about seven problems that affect our happiness and how we can overcome them. We talked about Overcome My Unbelief, one of the most important series we've ever done here at Thrive, where we tackled some of the biggest questions that people have when it comes to Christianity. You know, when it's, you know how do I know there's a God? How do I know I can trust the Bible? How, you know, how can there be a God who is good if there's so much suffering in this world? We tackled each one of those questions and found that people were helped so much by that. We did a series in Exodus called Exodus Hope for Hard Times. And finally, we capped off the year with a very powerful, touching series called Pivotal Moments, talking about what do you do when you have to make a tough decision. And see, in the process, we grew. In the process, we learned. I don't have time to go through all the different books in the Bible that we studied together as a church from day to day. In the summer, we raised over 12, almost $1,200 to help victims of the explosion that happened in Beirut, Lebanon earlier this summer. And now it's, it's tougher to estimate nowadays just uh, how many people are in our church, but it seems based on the measurements that we have that our average Sunday worship attendance increased this past year to an average of 361 people. And so it's fairly safe to say that nowadays we've become a church of about 300 to 400 people. And in fact, we had our very first baptism in our COVID-19 era just last week. And so in many ways, it was the most challenging and many ways the most fruitful year we've ever experienced as a church. And as we get ready for a brand new year together. The fact is this, it's still uncertain how or when we're going to meet on site together. And that's just a fact. And so the plan, at least for the next few months, is that we're going to continue to meet online for our services until the COVID-19 situation improves, until the government says it's okay for groups of over 250 people to be meeting together again, until we feel confident that we can provide you with a safe environment for those purposes. And so in addition to our online services here at Thrive Church Online. We have small groups meeting online. We've got prayer meetings happening online. We have some small groups that are starting to meet in person in very safe, social distancing kind of ways. And at the end of November, we are going to look to give you an update on how we're going to be meeting. And so though there's uncertainty about how we'll be meeting after November, what is certain is that we're definitely going to continue to meet. And as Hebrews 10, 25 says, let us not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage one another and all the more as we see the day approaching. If you believe that, say amen. See, we've learned in this COVID-19 season that uncertainties can actually be opportunities in disguise. And we look forward to making the most of every opportunity that is in front of us with you, our amazing family in Christ. And let's, so let's, let's continue to be consistent. Let's continue to be courageous. Let's continue to be resilient and creative in how we worship God and how we serve God together, knowing that because of Jesus, the best is yet to come. Can you give God a big hand for our 2019, 2020 year and thank God for all the ways that he worked in and through our church. Praise God. What an amazing year it has been in 20. 
2019-2020, but today, let's talk about the brand new year that's ahead. Do you guys want to know the theme for this brand new 2021 year? Are you guys ready? Let me tell you what the theme of our new year is. The theme for this brand new year here at Thrive Church is contagious hope. Contagious hope. See, these past several months, the world has been turned upside down by the fear and in many cases, the reality of catching this virus called COVID-19. People are scared of catching COVID. People are scared of spreading COVID. But let me tell you this, this coming year in 2021, here at Thrive Church, we're here to do something else. Instead of spreading and infecting people with COVID-19, at Thrive Church, we wanna spread and infect people with something called hope. And that is what we're gonna do. In a time when people need hope more than ever, we're here to spread contagious hope. And that is why the theme for this coming year here at Thrive is contagious hope. Everyone say contagious hope. And in case you're wondering, why are we using the word contagious this way? Look at the word contagious with me in the dictionary. This is how Google Dictionary defines contagious. Contagious means spread from one person or organism to another by direct or indirect contact and likely to spread to and affect others. Do you know how a virus spreads? It's from person to person. You know how hope spreads? The same way from person to person. It's contagious hope. And by definition, I'm here to tell you today, Thrive Church, that we have something that is contagious and it's not COVID-19. We have something that is contagious and it is stronger, it is longer lasting than anything else you're gonna find in this world, including COVID-19. And you know what that contagious, longer lasting, stronger thing is? It's the hope we have because of Jesus. Jesus says, heaven and earth will pass away, but my word words will never pass away. COVID-19 is going to pass away one day, but the hope we have in Jesus will never pass away. And that's why we're here to spread COVID, not COVID-19. We're here to spread hope in this new year together. That's why we have as a church in 2021, we have a mission together, which is to spread and affect as many people as we can with the hope that is in Jesus Christ. Oh, come on, give God a big, big hand, a big shout in this place together right now. That's what we're here. That's what we're about. This is about contagious hope. And see, maybe you're here and you're feeling pretty hopeless about life right now. Maybe the last thing you're thinking about is how to spread hope to others because you're feeling pretty hopeless yourself. Well, I want to talk to you today. See, in order to spread hope, you need to first catch hope. And so in the next several messages we're going to be talking about in September and beyond, we're going to be talking about how to catch hope and how to spread hope. And that's why today's message, the title of it I'm going to give to you today is called Catching Hope. Catching Hope. Would you read Romans 15 verse 13 with me right now? Read Romans 15 verse 13. It says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. See, if you want to catch hope, you have to know what hope is. And see, there are four things we can learn about hope from this short verse, Romans 15, 13. Let me go through three of them quickly, and then we're going to focus on the fourth. See, what are four things about hope that we learn from Romans 15, 13? The first is this. The first truth about hope is that real hope is not something you manufacture. Real hope is the product of God's power at work in your life. 
It says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. See, the hope that God made you to live with is not something you need to conjure up as if it all depends on your effort. It's all as if it all depends on, on you and your wishful thinking or your hard work. No, the, hard, the, the hope that God wants you to have comes as a natural byproduct of God's power working in your life. It's not something you create. It's more a gift you receive from God. Real hope is not a performance you pretend. It's the product of God's power. And that's what real hope is, is that it's not something you manufacture. It's the product of God's power working in your life. That's the first truth about hope you need to know. The second truth about hope you need to know is that when God is the source of your hope, the result is joy and peace fill your life. And right now, let me talk not just to those of you who are exploring Christianity right now and the fact that we love that you're here. We love, if you've got, if you're not a Christian, but you're just exploring and you're, you're kind of curious about issues of faith and curious about Christianity, so glad that you're here. We hope that you find Thrive as a safe place where you can explore your questions. It's a safe home for you. But I want to talk to you guys. I also want to talk to all of you who've already committed your lives to Jesus. Let me tell, talk to all of you right now is that when God is a source of your hope, the result is that you have a peace that you cannot manufacture yourself. You have a joy that's not dependent on your circumstances. That's the result of God being the source of your hope. That's why, as verse 13 says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him. See, when God is the source of your hope, joy and peace just come naturally into your life. But when God is not the source of your hope, when your hope is in what other people say about you or how many likes you get on your social media posts or how you compare to that other person in your life, or, or, or you, you put your hope in your own abilities and your own plans and, and your, own tr- your own efforts to try to figure things out, then the result is not joy and peace that fill your life. Rather, you find that it's the opposite, that when your hope is not in God, that you find that your hope is actually in something else. What happens is that your life gets filled with things like frustration and stress and hopelessness. And in fact, putting your hope in anything other than God, ironically, gives you no hope at all. But see, maybe the reason why you're so frustrated today, maybe the reason why you're so stressed about life today is because really, whether you know it or not, you've put your hope in something other than God. I'm here to tell you today, there's a better way to live. You can place your hope in the God who is hope. And when you do, the result is joy and peace that are bigger than our circumstances start filling our lives. It's because the Bible says there's a God-sized hole in your heart that only God can fill. And when you allow God to become the source of your hope, the result is joy and peace fill your life. That's the second truth about hope you need to know from Romans 15, 13. There's a third truth about hope we can learn from this one verse, and that is this. Write this down. God-given hope was always meant to be shared. God-given hope was always meant to be shared. See, in other words, when God gives you hope, he doesn't want you to keep it to yourself. He made you to share it. That's why he gave it to you. And that's why verse 13 says that you may overflow with hope. Overflow means that there's too much for you to contain. God gives you the hope, not just so that you can hold on to it, but so that it can somehow spill over into the lives of other people. You weren't made to just hold hope like a container or like a little bowl that's just for you. You were made to disperse the hope that you receive, almost like a fountain that's springing or a channel that's distributing. And you, know, when you, for example, when you order Thrive Uber ice cream later on today at mythrive.info, in addition to that pint of 
Hagen does chocolate ice cream you're gonna receive. You're also gonna get something really good. You know what it is? It's another thing. It's a contagious hope bucket list that we've made here at Thrive, which is a list of 10 things that you can do to spread hope in your home, in your neighborhood, in your city, and even around the world. And we want to encourage you. It's not meant to give you a whole lot of pressure, just a little bit of pressure, but it's a reminder to let you know that the hope that God gives us was always meant to be shared. We catch hope and then we spread it. As Christians, that's what we do. We catch hope, we, we encounter Jesus, we catch hope, and then we spread that hope. It's just a natural outflow. In fact, the story of Christianity is all about one person catching hope and then spreading it. And then that person catches hope and then they spread it. It's about contagious hope, amen. Finally, the fourth truth about hope, and this is the one we're gonna focus on today. Write this one down. If there's nothing else you get from this message, get this right now. Hope is not just a feeling. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. Romans 15, 13 says, May the God of hope fill you. Who is this God of hope? If you look at the context of this verse, if you look behind it and after it, and you're going to look at Romans 15, you're going to find that who Paul's talking about here is Jesus. Jesus is the God of hope. Jesus ain't just a good teacher who just came to say a bunch of interesting, memorable things, but Jesus, to show that he's no ordinary man, not only did he die on the cross for our sins so that we could be forgiven, but he rose again from the grave to show that he is who he claimed to be. He he is the Son of God. He is the God of hope. In him, there is power to conquer sin and the grave. And if God conquered our two biggest problems, sin and death, how will he not help you conquer whatever it is that's in front of you right now? Oh, come on, give God a big hand, a big shout, and let's get it right now. That's who God is. That's who Jesus is. He is the God of hope. And see, we tend, let me put it to you this way. You know, we tend to overflow with whatever it is that we're full of. We tend to overflow with whatever it is that we're full of. If your life is full of stress, whether you know it or not, that stress is gonna spill over and overflow into the people around you, into the interactions you have in your home, in your workplace, in your school. Maybe some of you guys know that really well. You know, so for, if, you're, if your life is full of worry, guess what? It's not just you who's got worry, but that worry will actually spill over into your interactions with other people because you overflow with what you are full of. If your life is full of hurt, then sometimes you're going to find yourself hurting people without even knowing it because the hurt inside you overflows and spills into the people around you. And that's why if you're having a tough time with someone right now, if maybe someone's being really critical about you or has been just really complaining a lot, don't take it too personally. Because the fact is, we overflow with whatever fills us. Whatever is filling us is what we overflow with. And it just could be that the, the, the person that you're having a tough time with, maybe it's not about you so much. Maybe it's simply that they're just not filled up with something really great right now. And so you got to give yourself grace, give that person grace, because we are the people who tend to overflow with whatever fills us. For example, you know, Bradley, my older son, he is so into Minecraft right now. And he, I would say, overflows with Minecraft. And, and, you know, and, and as a result, just by spending time with him, I know more about Endermen and Ender Dragons and crafting tables, that stuff I'd never knew about before. And what is happening is that because Bradley is so full of Minecraft, just by spending time with him, I can't help but experience a lot of Minecraft in my life. Just by drawing close to him, take my son Caleb. He's my younger son. And Caleb is so into fire trucks right now. He can't say the word 
fire truck, but he loves to say cha cha, which means fire truck. Whenever we're in the, in the car and, and he hears the siren of a fire engine, he'll be like, ah, cha cha, cha cha, cha cha. I'm like, yes, that's a fire truck. Yes, that's right. And he's so full of fire trucks right now, he overflows, he oozes fire trucks. And, and here's the thing in the, in the past month, for example, I think we visited practically every fire station in our neighborhood within the, you know, the, the, the 20 kilometer vicinity of our house. We've gone to so many fire stations and, and there are times we'll just go to the same fire station over and over again and we'll just stare at fire trucks, we'll stare at firemen and sometimes I wonder if they think we're stalking them because we're just always there in the same place looking at them the same way. In fact, let me show you a couple photos here. All right, this is me taking a selfie with my son because I like taking selfies and of course my son is not looking at the camera, he's looking at the fire truck, right? And, and not only that, there's even one time, I guess we stalked them enough that they decided, oh, we can't get rid of them and so you know what they did? They actually let us sit in their fire truck. I was like, really? Like with COVID-19 everything? It's okay. They're like, ah, go ahead. And so we actually got to sit in the fire truck and look at that photo right there. You know, he, like Caleb is at the steering wheel. I'm holding him there. I'm looking kind of tired. Give me a break, please. I'm a, I'm a parent with young children. It's, you know, it's, it's a lot of joy, but you know, it's a lot of work too. And, uh, and I was quite tired that day, but, but that's the thing is that because Caleb is so full of fire trucks, I can't help but experience fire trucks in my life when I get near to Caleb. Why do I mention that? It's because God is full of hope. He is the God of hope. And you can't help but experience hope when you get near God because God is so full of hope. Amen. And see, the more of God you have in your life, the more you draw near to him, the more you get to know him, the more you naturally experience hope because hope is not just a feeling. Hope is a person and his name is Jesus. And see, we just finished studying the book of Acts together as a church. Every day we're studying a book in the Bible. It'll give you a little passage and I'll send you my thoughts on that passage. It's called our game time. And, and it, we just started, we just finished studying the book of Acts. And there's a moment in Acts chapter 27 where Paul, he's on this ship in the middle of a huge storm that is of hurricane-like proportions. Imagine like Hurricane Laura that swept through the southern United States just a couple weeks ago, did devastation to all sorts of areas of the U.S. and, and other countries. Imagine being caught in the middle of the sea in a boat while that hurricane is going on. That's what Paul and 270 plus other people on his boat were experiencing. They were in constant fear for their lives. They didn't know when the storm was going to end. They hadn't eaten in days. And at first, Paul, who's a Christian, he shares in everybody's fears, thinking they might all die. He says in verse 10, men, I can see, we read it with me. It says, men, I can see that our voyage is going to be disastrous and bring great loss to ship and cargo and to our lives, our own lives also. And then in verse 20, read it with me. It says, when neither sun nor stars appeared for many days and the storm continued raging, we finally gave up all hope of being saved. You know, speaking of this, you know, Paul, he's stuck in a boat in the middle of a storm. Do you feel like you're stuck in a storm right now? I guess in some ways we all kind of feel that right together right now is that we're all in this boat. We're in this storm called COVID-19 and we don't know when it's going to end and your know, lives seem to be in danger and, 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 and are in danger in some cases. And, and, and it's one of the things where we're just stuck on this boat. We don't know when we're going to be able to get out of here. And, and it's kind of like we feel stuck where some of us are very scared. Some of us are very worried. Some of us are very stressed. And that's what Paul was experiencing. But Paul, somehow in the middle of this huge storm, something changes for him is that while he used to fear the worst, he goes from fearing the worst to living with contagious hope, even in the middle of the storm. See what happened. Look at verse 21. 
What happened to Paul? See, it says, verse, verse 21, after the men had gone a long time without food, Paul stood up before them and said, men, you should have taken my advice not to sail from Crete. Then you would have spared yourselves this damage and loss. But now I urge you to keep up your courage. Would you turn to me and say, keep up your courage? I urge you to keep up your courage because not one of you will be lost. Only the ship will be destroyed. Last night, an angel of the God whose I am and whom I serve stood beside me. If you have your Bibles in front of you to turn to Psalm 20, or, or Acts 27, verse 23, and could you underline those words? The God whose I am. See, let me just tell you something really quick right now before we keep reading what Paul says. When you're going through a storm, it helps to remember not just who you are, but whose you are. It helps when you're going through a storm, not just to remember who you are, but whose you are. Just like when Paul says, last night, an angel of the God whose I am. See, when you know who, not just who you are, but whose you are, you know who's in control. When you know not just who you are, but whose you are, you know who's got your back. When you know whose you are, you know who's got your life in his hands. When you know whose you are, you know who you're living for and who defines your worth. When you know whose you are, you're not as easily shaken when storms come. When you know whose you are, you can rest easy knowing that God is watching over you. When you know whose you are, you know that God is faithful to complete the good work that he started in you. And when you know whose you are, you know that God is using even the storm in your life to write a greater story than anything we could write ourselves. Oh, come on, if you believe that, give God a big hand, a big shout in this place. It's when you know whose you are. Would you turn your neighbor and say, it's all right because I know whose I am. It's all right because I know whose I am. When you're going through a storm, don't just remind yourself of who you are. Remind yourself of whose you are. You belong to God. You are God's precious child. You are God's property. And God's going to take care of you. Amen. In verse 23, he says, Last night an angel of the God whose I am and whom I serve stood beside me and said, Do not be afraid, Paul. You must stand trial before Caesar. And God has graciously given you the lives of all who sail with you. So keep up your courage. There is it again. Keep up your courage, men. For I have faith in God that it will happen just as he told me. Nevertheless, we must run aground on some island. See, one of the things I appreciate about Paul is that Paul is a realist. Paul's not denying the reality. He's not, you know, pretending that the problem's not there. He's acknowledging that the situation is bad, that there's going to be loss, there's going to be damage, but Paul also believes God is greater than the situation. And see, that's what hope is. Hope is not pretending that there's no problem. Hope is realizing that God is greater than the problem. Hope is realizing that no matter what it is that we're facing, God is greater still. And so while Paul is literally in the same boat as everybody else, and while everyone else is panicking and stressing out and fearing for their lives, Paul is sustained by a contagious hope that enables him to speak to the crowd. And what was the source of Paul's hope? Even when everyone else had given up hope, what was the source of, God, of Paul's hope? It was the word of God spoken to his heart. He said, last night, the angel of the God whose I am spoke to me. Is that God's word spoken to his heart gave Paul an uncommon contagious hope that most of the people on that boat did not have. And see, get this, Paul's circumstances didn't change one bit. The storm was raging on as strongly as it ever had been. But what caused Paul to go from being controlled by fear to having contagious hope in the middle of that storm is that he heard the word of God 
spoken to his heart. Amen. And see, what's the lesson here? Is that the word of God gives us hope when everything feels hopeless. See, the word of God has this way of changing our minds about a situation, about renewing our perspective on a circumstance, such that rather than facing that situation with worry and panic and fear, we can face the situation knowing that there's a challenge, knowing that there's issues to, to be concerned about, but also knowing God is greater. And as a result, hope fills your life contagious hope. And you know, I, I remember when we first started planting Thrive Church, this is even before we moved back to Vancouver to plant Thrive Church, and, and I, I was you know, facing this prospect of having to preach, you know, getting to preach every single week. And thinking myself, I'd never done that before. I'd preach, you know, you know, you know, once in a blue moon at, at different churches, and and how many of that? That's 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 one thing. We can, you know, assemble all these, you know, great illustrations and every almost like the greatest hits from my life, and put in all one message. But now I had to do it weekly, every single week, and that scared me to death. I was like, oh my goodness, how am I going to do this? And and one day I remember I'm in Taiwan and I'm walking on uh, it's it's Zhongshan Beilu, it's it's Chengshan North Road, and I, I'm walking on this road, and I just sense the Holy Spirit say to me, JB, you never have to worry about what you need to preach on Sunday. You never have to worry about what you need to preach on Sunday. That was 13 years ago. And ever since that time, almost every single week, let me tell you this, I hang on to that promise. You know, on a week like this week when it's long weekend and, and you lose a day because of the long weekend and, and, and things are busy and things are stressful, there's interruptions, all these things, and, and I know I'm going to preach, you know, later on that week, I hang on to the promise. You never have to worry about what you need to preach on Sunday. It's why? Because God's word spoken to my heart gave me a hope. And see, that's the thing. The circumstances don't change. But the hope in you is from the word of God spoken to your heart. And so since real hope comes from God's word, make the word of God your hope and your priority. How can we do that? Let me end today with three ways you can make the word of God your hope and your priority in this brand new year. Number one, get into God's word every day. Since God's word brings hope, if you want to experience that hope, since God is the God of hope, then draw near to him by reading and listening to his word. Blessed is the man, let's look at Psalm chapter one, verse one, it says, blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked or stand in the way of sinners or sit in the seat of mockers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither, whatever he does prospers. Look at verse two, it says, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. If you would get into God's word every day, it will empower you to be like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf doesn't wither, to enable you to overcome and then prosper in whatever you do. If you believe us, say amen. So I encourage you to get into God's word every day, not just on a Sunday morning, but every day. If you need help with that, you can sign up for Pastor JB's Game Time Sharings, where I'm going to give you a Bible passage to read and then share with you some thoughts on that passage. Join us every Sunday here at Thrive Church because we get into the word of God where hope lives. And in fact, I believe that here at Thrive Church, whenever you come, even when it's online, you're going to experience hope because there's Jesus here and hope lives here. Amen. Amen. Number two, if you want to make the word of God your priority and your hope this coming year, be quick to obey God's word when you hear it. 
Don't just listen to God's word. Don't just read God's word. But when you know that God is talking to you, be clear and be quick about doing what God tells you to do. Look at James chapter 1, verse 25. It says, but the man who looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues to do this, not forgetting what he has heard, but doing it, he will be blessed in what he does. See, it says, not forgetting what he has heard, but doing it. See, the blessing is not in just hearing God's word. The blessing is in actually doing what God tells you to do. That's where the blessing is. That's why God is telling you to do it, because he wants you to be blessed. He wants you to have contagious hope. But if you want to experience it, it's about walking in obedience to God's word. Let me ask you a question. Is there something that God is telling you to do, but you keep putting it off? You keep delaying doing what God is telling you to do. Maybe it's to get baptized. Maybe it's to reach out to that person that you know you probably need to apologize to and admit, hey, I'm sorry, I was wrong. Maybe it's to forgive that person who, uh, you know, who hurt you. What is it that you know God is wanting you to do, but you've been delaying doing it? Can I encourage you this coming year, be quick to obey God's word when you hear it. Because when you do, that's where the blessing is. The blessing is not just in hearing it, it's in obeying it as well. If you believe that, say amen. Finally, finally, if you want to make God's word your hope and your priority this coming new year, this is for those of you who want to learn to read your Bible and appreciate your Bible more. Those of you who want to learn to hear God's word through the Holy Spirit speaking to your heart more, I want to encourage you to do one more thing. is take Thrive Disciple School starting October 4th. What is Thrive Disciple School? Thrive Disciple School is a program that we've developed here at Thrive, especially for those of you who want to grow in your relationship with God. It's one of the most powerful things, if not the most powerful thing we do here at Thrive Church. And what it is, is it's seven weeks of 10 powerful lessons. And in COVID-19 season, we're going to offer all of them online. We actually did this pre-COVID-19. We kind of, you know, knew down the road, you know, this way before COVID-19 hit, is that we thought, you know what, we want to provide an online version of TDS. And so we did that even before COVID-19 hit. And, and we had an amazing experience where people signed up. We had more people sign up for TDS than ever before. And they signed up for seven weeks, experienced 10 powerful lessons where you could learn wherever you are, in your home, in your car, in your bedroom, wherever you are, and just do it on online, and we're going to do one more round of that this coming October 4th. It's going to go from October 4th to November 15, and what we're going to do is we're going to give you guys 10 lessons in seven weeks. They're going to help you to enjoy your relationship with God more, to help you draw near to God and to get to know him more, and to develop the habits that will enable you to experience God's word speaking to your heart more and more. In fact, we had um, a bunch of people give out some really great feedback about TDS this past term that we did it back in February. Uh, there was one, one girl, one graduate of TDS who's a brand new Christian, and she said this, as a new Christian, TDS gave me some strong foundational knowledge about Jesus Christ, God, and the Holy Spirit. TDS taught me tools and habits for how to grow spiritually close to God. If you feel like you want to grow closer to God but are not sure how, this course gives many valuable lessons to do just that. The practices we learned in this course have impacted my everyday life, my attitude, and my faith. Here's someone else who wrote, and, and she's an older Christian, uh, but she's been a Christian for a while, but this is what she wrote. She said, TDS is truly where you can experience who God is and how much he loves you and how much he can do with you and through you. Regardless of if you're facing a daunting problem or if you're hesitant or doubtful about the power of TDS, from experience, I can assure you that God will be showing you so much of himself in this course. Like a gentleman waiting at the door, God is prepared to do so much in you if you decide to take the step to give him the chance to do so. See, all this to say that 
if you want to make God's word your priority and your hope this coming year, let's get into God's word every day. Let's not just read God's word, but let's obey it too. And if it's for you, if you are up for it, we would love for you to join us for our next round of Thrive Disciples at School. See, here it is. Today we're talking about catching hope, that you and I were made to live with hope. And God made you to live with a hope that you don't manufacture. It's the product of God's word and the product of God working in your life. And if you want to catch hope, you want to spread hope this coming year, it all begins with drawing near to Jesus, the God of hope. Because hope is not just a feeling. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. Let's draw near to him right now. With every head bowed and every eye closed, I want to encourage you just to draw near to God wherever you are, wherever you're participating in the service right now. And if you're here in this place and you realize that you have been putting your hope in something other than God these days. And as a result, the, the life that you have right now is filled with frustration, it's filled with stress, it's filled with worry. I'm here to tell you there's a better way to live. When God is the source of your hope, the result is you are filled with joy and peace. And all of that begins by receiving Jesus Christ into your life. When we had no way of reaching for God, when our sins separate us from God, God sent Jesus Christ to die on the cross for our sins. And not just that, he rose again from the grave to show that you can trust everything that Jesus says. And if you want to receive that forgiveness and you want to receive that hope that is stronger than the grave, I want to encourage you just 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 to respond to God right now. Why don't you just lift your hand to God right now? Let the height of your hands reflect how much you need God today. Let the height of your hands reflect you just sincerely saying, God, I need you. God, I want to receive your forgiveness in my life, your hope in my life. Why don't you lift up your hand to God right now? That's it. That's it. Don't worry about your neighbor. It doesn't concern them. It's between you and God. Why don't you lift up your hand to God right now as an expression of your faith right now. And why don't you pray this prayer with me right now. You say, dear Jesus, thank you that you died on the cross to pay for my sins that you rose again to give me life. Today, I open up my heart. Please come in, forgive me of my sins, and fill me with your Holy Spirit. Thank you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Hey, if you prayed that prayer and you meant that from your heart, guess what? The Bible says you are forgiven of your sins. You are a child of God. You're a citizen of heaven, and the best is yet to come. Praise God. When we receive Jesus into our lives, we receive the God of hope in our lives, and our, our lives start to fill with the hope that he gives. And if you made that decision just now to receive Jesus into your life, could I encourage you to just touch that link right there in your chat room, or maybe you don't see that link in your chat room. You can go and Text the word BELIEVE to 604-285-5770, or you can go to mythought.info and touch the button, I believe. We've got some resources to help you and to encourage you and to help you understand more of how to make the most of this decision you just made to receive Jesus Christ into your life. Can we give all of our, our friends here who received Jesus a big hand, a big shout in this place together right now? Can we thank God for that? Praise God. Praise God. Lastly, for those of you here who want to commit this brand new year to God, it's your turn right now to lift up your hands to God. Would you just do that right now? Would you lift up your hand to God and let the height of your hands reflect how much you want God to move in this coming brand new year? In your life, through your life, in Thrive Church, through Thrive Church, this year is the year of contagious hope. This year is a year when God uses us and uses you to spread contagious hope like never before. And if you want to join in on that, if you want to align yourself with that, why don't you lift up your hand to God right now 
And would you, in your own words, just start praying to God today. Thank God that he is the God of hope. Thank God that when we put our hope in him, that we receive a contagious hope that fills us with joy and peace in our lives as we trust in him. Would you start talking to God right now? Will you pray and commit this coming new year into God's hands? Maybe it's a new season for you. It's a new season for sure for our church. Would you just give this new year into God's hands? Just start talking to God. Don't wait for me to stop talking. You just start talking to God from your heart right now. Come on, church. That's it. Give your give this new year to God. Give it to God right now. Just talk to him right now. Commit this new year to him. Thank God that the best is yet to come. Thank God that he is the God of hope. Thank God that with him there is contagious hope. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We lift up this year in your hands. That's it, church. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you so much that you are the God of hope and that when we draw near to you, we can't help but experience hope in the process. We thank you so much for this coming year that is ahead. We proclaim that the best is yet to come. No matter what challenges are in front of us, regardless of COVID-19, nothing is going to stop your church from spreading contagious hope this coming year. And so I ask you, the God of hope, to fill every single person here with your Holy Spirit, with more of the hope that comes only from you. And we ask, God, that you would make us as a church together a great great big channel for your hope to go to every corner of this earth, to every corner of our city, into our homes, our neighborhoods, our schools, our workplaces, to every place where people are. We pray, Jesus, that you would use Thrive Church to spread contagious hope this coming year. We know it begins with catching hope, and we thank you that we know where we get that. We get it from you. You are our hope. We place our hope in you. And so in this coming year, let your name be glorified. Let your church be built. Let your, let, your, let, your, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done, knowing that because Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins and he rose again from the grave and is alive today, the best is yet to come. We thank you. We give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Would you give God a big hand, a big shout in this place together right now? Praise God. Walking around these walls I thought by now they'd fall But you have never failed me yet Waiting for change to come Knowing the But you have never failed me yet Your promise still stands Great is your faithfulness Your faithfulness I'm still in your hands This is my confidence You've never
shout in this place together right now. Praise God. Oh, come on. There's more in you than that. Give all of your praise to him right now. Praise God. He is the God of hope. And this is the year 
of Contagious Hope, and I can't wait to get started with each and every one of you. It starts with you going to mythought.info and signing up for ice cream. Go to Thrive Uber Ice Cream and receive some ice cream today. Be sure to share it with someone if you're not an ice cream person for sure, and let's get ready to give Contagious Hope to the people in our lives all around our city and around the world. If you believe that, say amen. Amen. Hey, by the way, if you receive Jesus Christ in your life today and uh, you're wondering what your next step is, well, there's a whole bunch of next steps that we can give to you. You can go to mythought.info or press that link that was in your chat room. One of the things we'd love to talk to you about is baptism. Baptism is that next natural step you take to simply say, I believe in Jesus. I'm a sinner who needs a Savior. I believe in Jesus, that He is that Savior. And in fact, we had, we started baptizing people again in these safe kind of, you know, physical distancing kind of ways that we've done. And uh, we would love for you to get in on that. If you want to get baptized or you thinking about getting baptized or you have questions about baptism, make sure you go to mythought.info and touch that link called baptism for more information on that. Finally, those who call Thrive Church your home church, you guys are such a generous church and we thank you so much for all the ways that you give. Let's give our faithful tithes, our generous offerings. Know that when we seek God's kingdom first, he adds what? He adds everything we need. And so let's give to God first, knowing that not only does he add everything we need, but he's going to build his church through us. That's it for us. And so have an amazing rest of your week, everybody. We love you guys. Have an awesome start to this new week and praise God, the best is yet to come. We're going to hand the time back to our online hosts and we'll see you guys really soon. It's a brand new year, everybody. It's the year of contagious hope. We'll see you guys really soon. Love you guys. Hope you enjoy your ice cream. Thank you, Pastor Jamie, for sharing such an encouraging and powerful message today. All right, before we end off, it's time for some announcements. Once again, if this is your first time visiting us, let us know by texting NEW to 604-285-5770 and we'll mail you a Thrive Stainless Steel water bottle. And if you made the decision to receive Jesus Christ today, congratulations! Let us know by texting BELIEVE to you know it, 604-285-5770. We have prepared a gift that includes a series of videos that may answer some of your questions about Christianity. They'll be mailed right to your door and we hope that will guide you on the right path to follow Jesus. Also, if you would like to get baptized or find out more about baptism, go to mythrive.info slash baptism. Thrive Discipleship School is happening on October 4th to November 15th. It's an online course that helps you build a strong foundation for your growing relationship with God. For more information or to sign up, please go to mythrive.info. I scream, you scream, we all scream for ice cream. That's right, you heard me, I did say ice cream. For kickoff Sunday today, we want to make today memorable by delivering ice cream to your door. Sign up before 2 p.m. today, September 13th, to receive a free Haagen-Dazs ice cream pint. Drive Uber will deliver it to your door between 4 to 6 p.m. You can choose to keep it or to share it with your neighbor to spread the love. There will be limited quantities and it's while supplies last. So sign up quickly at mythrive.info. That's it from me today. Thank you again for joining us this week. Don't forget to give your tithes and offerings online at mythrive.info. I hope you all have a fantastic week. I'll see you all next week right here at Thrive Church Online. Bye!